Hey guys, it's Heather from Kettle of a Plan, and this is my podcast, Planning a Life I Love. This show is focused on how paper, stickers, and pens can help you plan your life into one full of all the things you love most. Welcome back to another episode of Planning a Life I Love. I'm super excited about this episode. We have another guest joining us today, and I'm going to introduce you guys to Julie from Julie's Plans. Welcome to the show, Julie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to you about today and hear all about your planning journey. So uh, let's start out. Just You can introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, all the basics for people who don't know you so that they just can kind of get to know you in a little blurb. Awesome. Um, well, like you said, I'm Julie of Julie's Plans, and I'm pretty much Julie's Plans on every platform <laughs> known to man. Um, so you can find me at Julie's Plans on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest even. My goodness. But um, I'm, I'm a planner just like the rest of you that are probably listening that loves to try every planner and sticker and washi under the sun. It sometimes gets me in trouble, but that's fine. <laughs> But I also like to uh, combine a little comedic relief in there with some Instagram reels and just and just have a good time and inspire people to plan in a way that works for them while continuing to have fun and be creative and just not take themselves too seriously because life is tough already. (laughs) So I look at planning as a way to um, kind of escape from all of that and and be creative while being productive. Yes, your reels are so funny. I love watching them. (laughs) So you definitely need to follow Julie on Instagram. It's like the thing that I didn't know that I needed. I'm one of those people that's very resistant to change sometimes. And when they came out with stories, I was like, this is dumb. (laughs) And then when they came out with reels, I was like, nobody's going to do this. And then it turned out to be this thing that I love. And I I mean, I probably have like 20 more reels already filmed. I just don't want (laughs) to annoy the crap out of people. (laughs) No, I think they're yeah. so funny. They're like the, my comedic relief. I love watching them. <laughs> Yours are so good. <laughs> I love them. One of my many hidden talents is comedy and lip syncing. <laughs> <laughs> well, then reels are your thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's start out by, why don't you tell us your planner story? When did you start using a planner and how did you join the online planner community? So I feel like a lot of people, we kind of all started in middle school, at least for me, it was middle school when I first got my little spiral planner. I had like the plastic spiral and all these insane graphics all over them, like telling you where to put your homework and for what class. And I loved it. And I loved it when I could, I had the opportunity to write things over and over again. And that's how I knew that I just liked writing things down. Like give me a pack of post-its and a good pen and leave me alone. And I am set. (laughs) So. Fast forward many, many years later, my husband was deploying overseas for like what felt like the 500th time. He's now since retired from the military, but um, I felt like I was at a place in my life where I had two teenagers, one that was about to graduate high school, one that was about to enter high school. I was working a full-time job. My husband was headed overseas. We just bought a house, like literally four weeks before I had bought a brand new house. And I needed to find a way to actually keep it all together. I was like, okay, my little post-it notes aren't working anymore and I don't want to drop the ball while he's gone. So I started looking for planners. And the funny part is the first one that I turned to was a Bloom Daily Planner from Amazon. (laughs) I kid you not. In the first week, I was like, I love Bloom, so this is no shade to them. But I knew that it wasn't going to work for me. So I started looking around on the internet and there were smaller... um, 
communities then. So it was really hard to find inspiration, but I headed over to Pinterest and that's what like literally reeled me in was I came across a picture from Jen over at Jen plans. And I was like, this is interesting. And then it just kept clicking and clicking. And then it led me to Instagram. And I was like, wait, people actually do this and then take pictures and tell other people what they're doing. That's ridiculous. (laughs) And I could remember thinking like, who really wants to know what days I mop my floors or when I have a doctor's appointment, like I come from a military world where you don't share any of those things. So this was like, it just turned my entire world upside down. But that was back in 2014. And, and that's how my journey started. A little Jen's plans on Pinterest just sucking me right in. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, so when you switched from your bloom planner, what planner did you jump into after that? Cause you so said it wasn't right really working that, for you. It wasn't. And I, I was like, okay, everyone's using this like life planner thing. And it's like ridiculously expensive. You know, when you go from something like that, yeah. To uh, a life planner is so expensive. And, you know, now I could like. <laughs> yeah, now it's like, <laughs> you don't even so think twice money. about it. Yeah. Right, right. I'm going to buy my fifth life planner of the year. Anyway. <laughs> but um, that's what I ordered. I stayed in the da- in the Bloom Daily Planner because back then I think EC took like four or six weeks to get your planner to you. So I ordered it in like the beginning of December as like an early Christmas gift. It didn't show up till the first week of January. Um. And that's what I jumped into. And I remember being so overwhelmed. I was like, this planner is so expensive. What I'm seeing on Instagram is so just beautiful and perfect. And I don't know if I can do this. Is that what my planner is supposed to look like? That's like what went through my head. Yeah. Well, it's really easy, I think, to see the pictures on Instagram and feel like that's what your planner is supposed to look like. And and right. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, if you want your planner to look like that, that's great. But it doesn't have to look like that. Like, right. however you want it to look. That's something that I hear from a lot of people that they just feel like, oh, I'm not doing it right because it doesn't look like what I see on Instagram. It's so easy to get exactly. caught in that Instagram <laughs> trap. Um, it and it, that's so funny that you may, I I never had an Aaron Condren planner until 2019, but I have seen them for years. And I remember I always saw, I was a teacher and there were tons of teachers who had Aaron Condren planners and I always wanted one, but they were so expensive. And I was like, I could never spend that on a planner. Who does that? (laughs) Like who would spend that much money on a planner? And so I would just go to target and just buy like whatever was in their planner section every year. And then I found the happy planner and it was a lot cheaper. And that's when I like dove into it. And now I'm like, an Aaron contemplators, I'll just buy it. Like whatever. It's like right. those prices. I twice. But I think it's also, we don't think twice about it because now we see the value in it. Like when you, when you don't see that value in planning, it's easy to be like, Oh my gosh, this is also expensive. But when you see the value in it, then yeah, it's worth it to you. So you tell someone outside of the planner community that you spent like 60, 70 bucks on a coiled planner and they are just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> or that you spend hundreds of dollars on stickers. Like, <laughs> And they're like, you, you did, did what? what? <laughs> <laughs> you did what? <laughs> yeah. So when did you, me and Lakin talked about this in the last episode, and I thought it was a really cool question. When did you start telling people about your planner Instagram? Because we kind of talked about like, it was right. a secret for both of us at first. We didn't tell like our <laughs> real life friends. So like, when did you start telling your real life people about your planner obsession? So 
this is this is a pretty interesting story, which I don't really get to tell too often. So I'm glad that you asked. So I actually had my planner at work with me, and a lieutenant colonel that I work with leaned over my desk, and she was just like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, so embarrassed. And she's like, "Is that a planner?" And I said, "Yes, it's a planner." She goes, "Let me show you a real planner." Oh, I was just like, "Excuse me." She pulled out her purple. Malden Filofax, and I was just like, first of all, what the hell is that? I was just, (laughs) I had already gone from my Bloom Daily planner to EC, and now this woman in uniform is like telling me that I don't have a real planner, and she introduced me to rings. She ruined my life, anyway. (laughs) But um, that's when she had told me about all these accounts that I needed to follow. She was like, follow this person, follow that person. And you can, I mean, she was just like, you washi tape the edges of your pages. You have to do that to protect them from the holes of the rings. And I was just like, I can't handle all of this information. And it was just great. So it was actually someone outside of the planning community that like set me straight. <laughs> That's funny. And it, it was hilarious. So at that point, I think I had only shared like, the box of my Erin Condren and I shared maybe four or five other pictures. And then I posted a picture that said, I I went straight from my personal account. Like my Julie's Plains account was my personal account. It had a different name. And I just asked a question and was like, should I just make this my planner account? And of course my high school friends and all of that were like, a what are they going to (laughs) do? And I just took the plunge and changed my name and started like removing old photos because I was like, let's not, you know, have everyone digging into my, I left the dog photos. (laughs) But um, I I just switched. I just switched and I slowly converted every person that I worked with at the time in the operating room to having a planner. And I was like, listen, if I'm in this, you guys are all in this with me. I was pretty public about it because again, it was my personal account switched to a now business account. And even my friends from high school still follow along. I see them liking my pictures every now and then. And at first I used to get like, you know, my heart would race and I would be like, Oh my God, how embarrassing. And now when they like my photos, I'm like, yeah, you better like that photo. I hope you have a planner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. My, mine was like a separate account that I started because I was like hiding it. hiding my love for a little while and I don't hide it anymore but I still have a lot of people in my regular life that are like what do you do what you planners what like they don't get it but that's okay that's okay they don't have to get it so the title of my show is planning a life I love and it's all about like using your planner in ways to help you plan a life that you love that doesn't necessarily mean you everything you put in your planner is something you love but you're using your planner to help you schedule in those things that you do love. So anyway, when you hear the phrase planning a life I love, what does that mean to you? It means making sure that I schedule the things that need to get done and also incorporate the things that I want to get done. It's finding that balance of must and what I really want. And I think that I realize that I might be a little bit older than some, but I think that I realize that I might have spent a little bit too much of my life being so like it, it, making lists and only focusing on chores. It was one chore after another, one meeting after another, one parent meeting after another, one soccer game after another, that I wasn't making time for the things that I truly enjoy doing. Not that I don't enjoy going to my kids' soccer games, but 
I enjoyed painting my nails, getting my hair done, and writing those things down in your planner reminds you that those are the things that you love. And by doing the things that you love, you're taking care of yourself. And it all comes full circle. It's not just about having a clean and tidy home and having a perfectly scheduled out meal plan. It's also about taking care of yourself because you really have to be your main focus or else you can't take care of anyone else. Your house won't be clean and you won't have a meal plan. Right, <laughs> so right. I it's totally all full agree. circle. I yeah. totally agree. So when you plan, what areas of your life do you focus on when you're planning? So my focus normally is first on the things that must get done or the things that are already like, you know, hard written in the schedule. So if I have work meetings, those go in first. If I have doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, those go, go all in first because those are definitely a priority. They have to be done. It's unavoidable. It's part of life. Then everything else kind of falls into place. Like where does my YouTube business or content creating business fit into that? Then we make time for the things that I really want to do, like movie night with my family, the days that I do my at-home mani petties because I'm not comfortable going to get a mani petty right now. <laughs> That's a whole other thing, but still you know, making time for those things. If I see that I'm overscheduled in one area and I'm not giving myself the time that I need, I start to get really stressed out and I don't enjoy planning all of those mundane things. I'm like, where is the time for me to actually take care of myself? And I try to find those pockets of time. Um, and, and that's honestly how my process works. It's just kind of a and I do this at work too. And it was funny because my current job, that was actually one of the interview questions was, how do you plan your day? And I was like, here we go. <laughs> you know, it's always in a um, high priority, you know, mid-level priority and then low priority. Not to say that I'm a low priority, but let, let's be real. You know, your work meetings come first if you work outside of the home you know, all the things that you have to do at work, then the things that you have to do for your family, and then the things that you have to do for yourself. But just because you're at the bottom of that list doesn't mean that you're actually at the bottom of right. that list. Right, know? right. Um, it's just a, a kind of a balance of getting done what has to get done so you can get done what you want to get done. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So how has using your planner helped you to plan a life you love? It's helped me really incorporate things that I love doing like YouTube and, and things that I do on Instagram, like making time for it. And just kind of a lot of it has been like when I switched over to the Moxie Life Planner, the whole like reflection piece of that system where it gives you a chance to kind of look back on the week and see where things went great and see where things didn't go great. That's kind of part of the whole planning a life that I love. If I see that there was an issue with the week before, like I think I had just shared today that I really felt like this past week, I wasn't paying attention to my nighttime skincare routine. I was getting up with my mascara smeared across my face because I didn't take off my makeup the night before, you know, and I know that I need to do a little bit better with that. So those are ways that I use my planner to really say, hey, you know what, I need to focus on this. How can I treat myself better, treating my skin better so that I feel better um, when I leave the house? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's more than just, you know, skincare and bubble baths and, and, you know, planning trips and vacations. But all of those things matter and making time for those things matter so that you're just not kind of on autopilot through life. Because I don't think any of us really wants to do that. You know, we'll look back yeah. and see how the last... 40, 50 years have gone. And if you've been on autopilot, are you really planning the life that you love? You know, I feel like 2020 has probably taught us to not be on autopilot too, because so right. much of our normal routines were like mixed, but it's like, <laughs> you're almost more aware of like what you're spending your time on now. So, Absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, and I actually saw your post today about that reflection page and I loved it because I think reflection is so important and none of my planners really have that in it. And so I saw your post and I loved that that was included in that planner. And then I also like read all the tips that people were leaving on how to do, do your skincare better. Yeah. And I, I loved those tips as well. So that was a good post. Um, how has your, using your planner changed your life? What are some ways that it's changed your life? Um, I think it, using my planner, the way that it's changed my life is to kind of give me like the okay to be creative in my planner. Like planning doesn't have to be something that's just pen and highlighter or what people assume is functional planning. <laughs> um, <clears throat> a few years back, there was someone in the community who had said the way people use stickers and washi tape is just not functional, you know? And I was like, it actually is very functional. And it gives me great joy to do those things and be creative. I was one of those people who tried decades ago to be a scrapbooker and I honestly just wasn't great at it. And this kind of gave me a way to make my, you know, list making loving heart combined with my attempts to be a scrapbooker (laughs) in, in one, you know, and it gave me a chance to be creative and that's a time that I cherish, even though I film it a lot. Um, it's a time that I really feel like, is, is taking care of myself because I love it. I love stickers. I love washi. I have tried repeatedly to say, that, oh, I'm going to plan a week without any stickers. I just can't do it because I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I have people who will ask me to do like a pin only spread and I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Like, I like my stickers. Like, yeah, why exactly. would I not use them? I also have a lot of them, so I need to use them. <laughs> exactly. How <laughs> to know about your planner life. I really want to like every episode I dig into a deeper topic. And so I feel like when people think of Julie's plans, they think of like, you use several planners, but you use them in like productive ways. They have a reason, they have a purpose. And you're also someone who has tried several different planners. Um, And so I kind of want to like jump into that and how at the same time, I want to talk about, there's kind of a lot of things I want to talk about with you. <laughs> I also <laughs> want to talk about like just how you balance it all in those multiple planners. Cause I know like you have a full-time job, you have kids, you have a content creation business, you have all of these different things you're trying to juggle. So I kind of want to talk about all of those things. So let's kind of jump in. Why don't you tell us how many planners you're currently using and what you use them for? Oh, Sure. So I'm currently using my Moxie Life Planner. That's my weekly and goal setting, for the most part, planner. Um, I have a work planner, (laughs) which is technically not a planner to some people because I've really just been using my Outlook calendar, but printing it out because I have to manage the calendar of a team of six six people. So uh, I've had to get really creative with that. I've tried many, many systems and always go back to just using good old boring Outlook. (laughs) Uh, for my content creating business, I use a plum paper monthly planner and for a daily planner, I had to like actually sit here and think. I also am in this weird phase with my daily planning. I am loving discs, which I know is going to make you happy. (laughs) Yeah, I love this. I have, I have been loving half letter discs for so long. It's been several months now. I, I feel like I'm still tweaking the system. So I kind of like jump out of it and then come back to it and then jump out of it and come back to it. So if I'm not using the discs for my daily, I'm using a plum paper A5 daily. I lost track of how many planners that is, but that's what, I, <laughs> that's what I'm currently <laughs> using. 
<laughs> so do you use your daily, how do you use your daily planner? Does it kind of have everything in it or does it have like a specific purpose? So my daily planner really breaks down the day to like the smallest tasks. So I use that to really focus on the top three things that I need to take care of, which for me are normally health related. Then I go into the, all the other to do's things that need to get done around the house or things that I need to delegate to my kids to get done around the house. Then I also have kind of like a schedule that breaks down where I'm going to be at different parts of the day, or if I have meetings, or if I have YouTube things to do, or being on a podcast, things like that. Then I have my to-do list specifically for my business. I'm one of those people, I would prefer things to be as compartmentalized as possible, because I'm easily distracted. If my YouTube tasks are muddled in with my house tasks, I'm going to miss something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just prefer to look at that list and know, okay, I'm giving myself two hours to focus on my business so I can easily tackle this list. If it's mixed in with the house stuff, I'm going to be like, okay, I just mopped the floors. The next thing is to edit a video, make a thumbnail and then vacuum. What? <laughs> that doesn't work for me. So <clears throat> I break everything up on a daily spread for the day. It might be too much for some people. And no, I don't get all of those things done in one day. But I really like to break down the day as much as possible, get specific as possible so that I can actually get as much done as I can. Um, not necessarily get everything done, but get what I can get done, done, and then migrate things over to the next day that didn't get done. Yeah. And then within those lists, to make things more complicated, within those lists, I also prioritize <laughs> what needs to get done. So my home list is, is broken up by priority. My content creating business is also broken up by priority. So again, it might be a bit much for people, but if I don't have things broken down in detail, I, I get lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I also, I feel like it's kind of your planning style or your planning needs almost ties into like how your brain works because like, yes. I'm also very like, I need things to be the, uh, compartmentalized. Like I have my, my business work planner, social media planner is separate from other planners because when I'm working on my business, like I can't think about other stuff. I can't, right. I can't be thinking about my to-do list around the house because I'm in my <laughs> office and I'm focused on this. And then when I leave my office, I'll go focus on the other things. That's just how I work. But if other people don't work like that, then you know, that wouldn't work for them. So I do think that's a big part of planning is you have to figure out like what works for you and your brain. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I, a lot of people ask to see my work planner and I'm like, I can't, I work for the military. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big no, no, but they will see things like meetings in my weekly planner. I'm like, I put that there so that I know that nothing else can go in that spot because I have a specific exactly. meeting. Not that I'm putting work stuff in my personal life. It's that if I schedule a doctor's appointment, I make sure it's not during that time because I have a meeting at work that day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so you kind of have mentioned that you've used coils and rings and discs, which, yes. which one is your favorite? I, I think through and through, I will always be a coil girl, except it's very, very frustrating that you can't move things around. That that's yes. the one thing that keeps me from saying it's like my, it is definitely my first choice. Like if you put all of the the different types of bindings on one table, I would always pick the coil, but then I would always be like, but I can't, <laughs> I can't switch things. So it's tough because I do really love the discs. I recently had to have like a little come to Jesus with myself and say, just stay away from the rings. It doesn't work for you. 
whatever system I use, it needs to be able to fold over on itself, plain yes. and simple. Yes. And you can do that with discs and with a coil, but not with rings. <laughs> and I, I need mine to lay flat too. Like I can't yes. handle the book planners that, cause like they don't stay open and I it drives me crazy. I've tried yes. and I'm just like, stay open on my desk. But I'm the kind of person that I'll open my planner to the day that I'm, and I have it sitting on my desk. So like, yes, it needs to be open where I can access it. So, right. Exactly. So when you look for a new planner, what, what is it that you look for in a planner? I think for me, it's specifically two things, the binding and the paper. If I don't like the binding, that's like an instant deal breaker. And if the paper is crap, <laughs> Just I can't do it. I can't. I like using all kinds of pens. And if you can only use like certain things or like a point three, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it just can't. The paper is really, really important. Some papers don't work well with stickers. I mean, it's just a fact. If you go to move a sticker, like half the paper could come up with the sticker. That's no fun. Um, so I really like paper that's going to work well with the pens that I like using and with the um, stickers that I love to use. Even some washi doesn't work well with some paper. Yeah. yeah. Some pa the paper yeah. is definitely important. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so how do you decide, like you kind of mentioned earlier that you put work meetings in your personal planner too, but you also have your separate work planner. So what, how do you decide what goes in each planner? So, for, I don't put anything personal at my work planner. It is work, work, work because it's a shared calendar. So no one wants to see <laughs> right. personal things in there. So that's very easy. In my personal planner, I will put work things that can affect my personal life. So like I said earlier, if I had to schedule a doctor's appointment, but I know that I have an event going on at work, that will affect my personal life. So that's why I carry some of those events over into my weekly planner but not the other way around. I hope that that makes sense to people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, so how do you, you, I know you also have like your kids and all the other things going on. So how do you use these different planners to help you balance all of the things going on in your life? Um, as my kids have gotten older, I've written less and less of what's going on in their world in my planner, just because it doesn't have that much of an effect on my day-to-day -day life anymore. I used to write like my daughter's work schedule, but her work schedule varied so much that it was important to write it in there because then it affected the meal plan. Like what types yeah. of meals I was going to cook. If there were only two of us instead of four at home, it might change what type of meal I cook that day. But now she's got her <laughs> grown up job. I'm so proud of her. She just graduated college. But um, so I don't put her everyday schedule. It's the same as mine. So yeah. <laughs> there's no need to put that in there. But if she's going to be gone for the weekend, I mean, this was like pre COVID stuff. But if she was gone for the weekend, I'll put things like that in my planner or like right now we're dealing with my husband working in another state during the week, but home for the weekend. So I'll put when he's home when he's not home. Sometimes I don't put it in until after because it's the internet right, and right. things could get weird. <laughs> so, right. Um, but as far as like Nathan goes, because he's my youngest and it's so weird saying that he's my youngest and he's 18. <laughs> my goodness. But I will only put um, specific things that could affect my day. So if I have a conference call with a teacher, sure. But I have kind of stepped back putting things like his sports and all of that because they're, they're getting older They're This is all about me and my husband now. Yeah. <laughs> done yeah. My job with them and um, I'll awesome. put some things in my planner, but not, not a whole lot. 
when I first started in the planner community, my planner literally revolved around all the things that they did because it was similar to work. Their, what they had going on in their world affected me because I had to drive them everywhere. Now I don't have to. It is quite awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So in one day, so you use a lot of planners. And this is a question I also get from people. Like I use a lot of planners, but I put all of mine on one set of discs. So I just flip through, you know, the one planner, but you, it sounds like you have like actual separate physical planners. (laughs) So like, and I used to be like that when I didn't work at home, I did have like actual physical separate planners, but since working Mm -hmm. at home for me, I've just found that it's easier to just have it all in one. But since you have separate ones, how does, first off, like how often do you think you reach for each planner each day? And how do you use these planners each day? Like what is it? So basically I guess the question is, what does your daily planner routine look like? (laughs) So my weekly planner literally just stays open on my desk. Like to be quite honest, once I've planned out the week, I very rarely actually touch it on a daily basis. Now, if there's an event or an appointment has moved or something has been added, I'll add it. Um, But other than that, I'm not touching it every single day. My daily planner is what comes with me everywhere because like I said, that's like the details of my day. And obviously my work planner stays on my work yeah. computer. <laughs> I'm not worried about that one. My content planner has been a source of contention for me because it's it's Vlogmas season and I am <sighs> like <laughs> I'm living my post-its again for poor vlogs. Yeah. But um just because it's it's like rapid fire putting out content during Vlogmas and I haven't even had time to actually sit there and look at my vlogmas calendar because i honestly did it on one of the cloth and paper they released a like monthly pad and that actually worked for me because i just took like a bunch of pencil and was like keeping track of what i've been posting or what i need to edit that day and to be quite honest i kind of scrapped it this month because i was just like i'm moving faster than i can keep up with in my yeah Yeah. and that might be something it does. It might be something where I actually back plan all of Vlogmas. That way I can use it for reference next year. Yes. I'm actually just coming up with this right now. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. But yeah, to go back and honestly put what I actually uploaded and how it looked as far as like analytics and all that fun behind the scenes stuff yeah. and just see how things did then. Because like I said, it's just, it's rapid fire with Vlogmas. Like I haven't really had time to sit down and actually plan in my content planner this month because I'm like, okay, let's go. Because you're just constantly <laughs> making the content. Like, yes. that's what, like, I've yes. never even tried Vlogmas because I'm like, I think I would just be so overwhelmed. Like, I so just... last year was my first year and I was like, I don't know how anyone does this. And I still don't. <laughs> but what I did was I filmed like a weekly vlog and only posted it once a week. Um, instead of doing this whole daily thing. I don't know what compelled me to jump into doing the daily thing other than I was just excited and I felt more comfortable vlogging. I actually started posting more weekly vlogs last month to get myself into the rhythm of constantly being in front of a camera or constantly having a camera near me because <laughs> that's literally what yeah. it's like. My husband is laughing at me. He was home earlier and he's like, there's these battery things plugged into like every outlet around the house. I'm like, because the batteries keep dying. <laughs> I need them within reach if it dies. <laughs> right. And I have Life two cameras, so they take different batteries. It's a mess. It's a whole <laughs> mess. But um, it's, it's actually been a lot of fun. And I actually planned the least amount of content 
ever for Vlogmas. I'm not one of those people that planned ahead or filmed a lot of content ahead of time. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but I've actually been enjoying it a lot. It's just like fly by the seat of my pants Vlogmas and it's been so much fun. It really has. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so I, so this question, I don't think I had it in our notes beforehand, but so it, when you started planning, like when you joined the planner community, did you start out using more than one planner or did you kind of start with one and just gradually increase? So I, I started with one. I started, like I said, with the Bloom Daily Planner and then I jumped into EC and then everyone and their mom was taking their ECs apart and punching them and putting them in A5s or A5 rings. I did the same thing. <laughs> I stayed in just EC for a little bit and then I gradually wanted something a little bit more um, portable and I think I moved to personal rings at that point and I tried balancing both and I really liked it but I really think that the hobby side of planning is why I love using multiple planners. Like the more that I can have a pen in my hand and I'm writing on paper and I have stickers and washing near me, the happier I am. Seriously. Yes. I just, I love that part there to me. I, I always get the question, well, aren't you writing the same thing over and over again? And I'm like, yes. And what's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Why is that a problem? Like, I, I enjoy it. I get joy out of that. It does not bother me to write things down multiple times across multiple planners. In fact, I have the worst memory on the face of the earth. <laughs> so me too. This is actually helping me. So I, it doesn't bother me. And I get the curiosity from people that are like, how are you managing it all? Well, one, let's be realistic. It's a business. Uh, yes. Two, it's a hobby. And three, at the end of the day, if it really came down to it, I could survive off one planner alone. I make a conscious decision to not do so because I don't want to live my life that way. <laughs> right, right. And I, I tell people a lot, like I use multiple planners and I could also, I could combine it into one if I mm -hmm. wanted to, but I, a lot of it is like, I'm a creative person. I've always been a creative person, yeah. but I also am a workaholic. And so like for me, when I can combine the work with the creativity, it's like, I don't feel bad taking the time to be creative because it's also productive yeah. at the same time. And exactly. not that like, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being creative and like wasting time. Not that being, I put that in quotations. I know you can't see right. it. <laughs> yeah. podcast. I don't think yeah. being creative is ever a waste of time, but like for me, it just makes right. me feel better spending hours playing in my planner when I can be oh, like, yes. this is also productive. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I kind of want to dive into the part of the show where I like to give listeners tips on, um, like whatever our topic is. So for this one, I'm thinking a lot of our listeners are probably trying to finalize their 2021 lineup. So planner lineup that is. So maybe like someone could be listening and they might feel like, well, I've been using one planner. Maybe I want to start using more than one planner or how do I even find like the right planner for me? So what are some tips that you would give people when they're trying to figure out like, which planner should I use? How many planners should I use? How do I make these planners work for right. me? What tips would so, you I think the first one is to probably, it's probably going to be a huge reality check for a lot of people, but it's what can you actually afford to do? You can go from one planner that's like a $25, $50 planner and suddenly decide that you want to be an A5 rings. And then the sticker shock comes from buying the cover, buying the dividers, buying the inserts. It's hundreds of dollars and it's, and you're not going to feel that gratification right away because you might not be able to purchase all of the things 
right away. And I think that that's where people start to get very frustrated. And then they're like, oh, now the A5 rings doesn't work for me. You probably didn't even give it enough time because, again, it costs a lot of money. So you probably need to sit down and have a little bit of a conversation with yourself if switching is part of your budget. Because let's be real, this is an expensive hobby. I'm, mm -hmm. It's expensive. And we do a lot of things that aren't necessary to get things done, but we do them because they're necessary for us and our creative spirit. Um, so I think that that's the biggest thing is to look at financially, can you really realistically leave what you're currently using to try something else? And is it, is it worth it too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then second of all, I, I think it really comes down to, do you really need to switch your planner or is it how you're using your planner? Sometimes it could be that the planner that you have just no longer suits your season of life. Maybe you don't need a daily planner. Maybe you don't need a weekly planner. You might not need a work planner because you've left your job and you're going to be a stay-at-home mom. Not that you're not doing work, but you don't need everything so separated. And a lot of times I think it's just start off with one. If you see someone else using five, that doesn't mean that you have to start off with using five. Right. I mean... Instagram is a great source for inspiration, but it is also a horrible source for inspiration right. because you feel like you see everyone doing all of these things. It doesn't mean that you have to do them too. And it doesn't mean that it's the right way to do it either. Right. So I always try to remind people, especially when they're following me and, and they DM me saying, well, you use this and how does it work for you? I try to remind people that I share all of these things because I want to give people a variety of inspiration, right. not that they have to be doing the same exact thing that I'm doing. Because there right. are days where, or weeks, I should say, where I only pick up one of the planners. But right. I'm showing you multiple so that I can give you ideas of how to use planners. So I think that you have to know who you're following too. Like, yeah. yeah. And I know. think that also ties into, that idea ties into the, like people who follow me, sometimes will tell me that they feel like they need to buy all the new stuff because I'm always showing the new stuff. And so, right. and I'm like, and they're like, but you have it all. So I need it all. And I'm like, but you also need to remember that like, this is my job. And part of my job right. is to show it to you. Like, just cause I'm showing right. it to you doesn't mean I am going to use it, but it's like part of my exactly. job, part of my job exactly. is to show it and review it yeah. for you guys. So I think like you said, it's important to remember who it is you're following and not like, right. not that they can't trust our opinions. Cause I'm going to share my honest opinions about products, right. but just because I'm showing right. it all doesn't mean that everybody needs to have it all too. It's just more exactly. like, it's more like a, yeah. like get, you can come to us for a source to figure out if you want it, but that doesn't mean you have right. to have it. Right. I get a lot of DMS. Like, how do you use all this stuff? I was like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, don't. I don't do that. I have containers of stuff stored in my garage that there's no way that I'm going to touch. I'm actually working on donating everything because it's just gotten to be a little bit out of control. But a lot of what I do is to share reviews on it. It doesn't mean that I'm going to use it. And I've tried to be a little bit more clear of that in the reviews of things that I do. Like this is just something that was possibly sent to me or that I purchased just to share with you to give you an option for something that you could possibly use later on. Because when you're seeing it directly from a brand, of course they're saying that their product is great. They're not going to sit there and tell you, right. look at this piece of crap that we think you should buy. Right. <laughs> so I feel like that's where we come in as influencers and content creators to say, Hey, this company came out with something new. I'm going to share my thoughts on it. It might be great. It might not be a great thing, but right. here's who it might be great for. Um, and I think that that's important for people to remember is that we're not all using all of these things all the time. 
time. And I think that when you just see one little picture, you're like, oh, well, now they're using this. And yesterday they were using this, but the day before they showed this. And now tomorrow they're going to. It's, yeah. it's Instagram. Yeah. It's like, well, it's Instagram. That's part of our job. And like, I get asked a lot because a lo- part of my channel, a lot of what I do is I show people how to make extra pages for their planner because it's a disbound planner. You can add all kinds of stuff. So I'll show them how to make like, you know, reading pages and work pages and travel pages. And people will ask me like, do you really use all of these pages? Because I've probably showed people how to make like a hundred extra pages for their planner. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm like, some of them I use, but some of them I'm making just for the people who need an idea on how right. to make that kind of page. Like, I don't just have a planner full of a hundred extra pages that I fill in every single week. Like, that would be crazy. So it's like, right. just remembering, right. like, just because you see it on social media doesn't mean you have to do it all too. So right. I think exactly. the biggest thing is like, finding what works for you. And and when you follow content creators like us, seeing what we make and then making that work for you if you need it to, like you don't have to do it. Right. Right. And that, and that's, that's the big part is not having to do what you see on the internet. Remember that it's there to inspire you. It's not a direct order <laughs> you know, right. that you have to do what you're seeing on social media. You can try everything that I've tried and it still might not work for you. And that is totally okay. Right. There's no right or wrong way to plan. As long as it works for you, then it's the right way. That's all that matters. That's what I love about planning is that there's no rules. There's literally no rules. (laughs) And I I love that like everyone is different. Like you look at anyone's account and you're going to see different stuff and different ideas. And then, but nobody's wrong. Like everyone is right Right. because they did it for them. So yeah, I love that. exactly. And everyone just has things that they love or other people have things that they don't love. And, but it's still great to look and see what other people come up with because everyone is just so creative and I have to hand it to like all of the sticker creators. Like where would we be without them? Right. And you too, you create stickers. I'm just like blown away. Like, I don't know that we could necessarily do all of this without people who create the stuff for us to use. Yes. And it's, it's amazing. It, and like, it is so amazing. Speaking of sticker creators, I would say that like the, the sticker creators who need like the biggest applause is like the small Etsy sticker shops who make them at home in their house. Because my exactly. stickers, my stickers, I let other people make them for me for right. the most part. I heard, right. There's, there's yeah. some that I make here, but like it takes right. forever. And I'm just like yeah. those people who are running busy, successful shops like in their right. house, like. They are working harder than anyone I know. So just throwing they, that they out really there. They really are. They really are. They're truly amazing. You see them, they're in their bedrooms cutting stickers or an extra room or a dining room or some some room that they've taken over in their house to make this thing for you. And it's just yeah. like, it blows my mind. Blows it's my amazing. Mind, so. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you, Julie, for coming on the show. I loved hearing all of your tips. Um, can you remind everyone where they can find you on social media so they can follow you if they aren't already? So I am at Julie's Plans on Instagram, Julie's Plans on YouTube, Julie's Plans on Facebook, and even Julie's Plans on Pinterest. I mean, literally, Julie's Plans Keeping it simple. Keeping it simple, guys. (laughs) Yes. I just want to thank Julie again for coming on the show. It was so fun to get to chat with you today. And I want to let our listeners know that next week we'll be taking a break because next Friday is Christmas. So there will be no new episode next week, but come back on January 1st for our next episode of Planning a Life I Love. We'll see you guys then. 
What are you waiting for? Grab that planner, those stickers, and those pens, and go start planning a life you love. I'll see you on the next episode. Happy planning! Thank you.